Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So you know how we said we want to start like taking notes Mm -hmm. because we always think about things throughout the week and we're like, we should talk about them on the podcast. Yes. We were like, we should make a list of all these things we don't forget. Well, I don't know if you remember, uh-huh. the other day I did uh-huh. write a note down. Is this when we were driving? I don't even remember. Yeah, we were doing something. I think we were driving. And so I pulled it up in yeah. you know, preparation. Right. And I literally have absolutely no idea what we were talking about. Hit me. I don't even, I don't Ready? know what we're talking about. So go ahead. So this is, this is my note to remember for this episode. Yeah. In and out horrible people boots. Horrible people. In and I mean, out, I could talk comma, about in and out. Horrible people, comma, boots. I mean, we went to In and Out last weekend, like on Saturday night. So maybe is that when we wrote it down? I guess, but what, what? happened in Oh my god, I remember. You remember? Horrible people in In and Out, like the rude people that were there. Was that it? We had a couple know. of like what rude encounters. I don't know about. Oh my god, it's all coming back. The there was a woman at In and Out who complimented me on my boots. Oh yeah, we hated everyone except her because yeah. she was the only one that was nice. Yeah, so we like went out for a friend's birthday, and we were like, "It's late, we're tired." In and Out sounds good. Your girls end up at In and Out, and um, everyone there was like horribly rude to us. And Darren kept trying to like go find well, a yeah, table. Lady yelled at me. Kept trying to go find a table, and people would glare at her and said, "This is taken." Yeah. And so she was all offended and upset. So yeah, that, I think that was it. We just hated everyone there. So it does work. I it guess does. it works. We should. It should it be our literally, game. It literally <laughs> came flooding back so quick because of the boots. In thing. and Out, horrible people. Boots. Yeah. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Ashley. I'm Taryn. And this is Unsolicited Advice. And guys, I am so excited to encourage you guys right now. If you have not written in a story, if you have a story that you think you kind of want to share, but you're, you're just not really sure about it, or if you think it's not that good, or if you think you're just a horrible writer, like that's a bunch of crap. Oh, <laughs> write the story. Send it to us. We want it. It's so interesting. And we want to hear your guys' stories. And I guarantee you that someone else would relate to your story. Yes. And the thing is, is like, this is the perfect opportunity to write that one thing. You know how we all have that one thing mm-hmm. that we don't speak of, mm-hmm. but it's happened. Mm-hmm. And we would love if we could talk to someone about it, but we're like embarrassed or yeah. whatever. So this is the time to write in. Just be anonymous. Uh-huh. We always stick to the code. Uh-huh. If we you never don't want say your name names. out, we will not put your name Sometimes out. Sometimes we forget to even write names and people are anonymous that didn't even want to be. <laughs> Unsolicitedly? Un- what? I really tried <laughs> to make that work. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you guys should definitely send stuff in. The weirder, the better, because that's the stuff people relate to because they're like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I'm not crazy. Yeah, exactly. You hear someone's story like over a podcast or over a radio and um, you're just like, wait, that happened to me. And then it's just, you know, it feels good to know you're not alone. So send in your stories if you're hesitant at all. Um, anonymity, my friends. 
Anonymity. Anonymity. <laughs> and uh, also, we thought we'd just shout out our socials because we usually do that at the end. And, you know, there might be some skippers. Yeah. We have the Facebook. We have the Instagram. Mm-hmm. We have the Twitter and the yeah. Tube. So yeah. I, <laughs> I have been I'm taking full responsibility for <laughs> our YouTube fail. But OK, so this episode won't come out for a week. So I'm say I'm declaring that if you go right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're really, she's manifesting All this. All of the videos will be up to date. If they are not, you know, you can do an edit of my face on something weird. Ooh. Ashley's I want to give like, them an idea. Don't. <laughs> I want to give them an idea. Yeah. Um, a taco? A taco? How do you put, that's like, it, I just would you put your face on a taco. taco. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. Um, uh, well, I would like to just ask you. <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm great. Are you I'm sure? I'm so good. Taryn and I basically spent this last, what was it, week or so watching, binge watching uh, the show You. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it's, I feel like it's been on like everyone's like top things to talk about. Yeah. Everyone has an opinion about it. The memes yeah. have been. The memes have been unreal. Gold. And this is the thing, this is the thing that I love about like watching a show together mm-hmm. with the nation (laughs) basically it's like game of thrones like every time an episode came out people would start talking and like converse and and have this whole opinion on what they thought like should have been done or could be done or what it means kind of thing um but with netflix because it's such a binge thing people like blast through it oh yeah within like like a day the day within the week it was released i was already like oh my gosh i can't look at anything so flooded yeah Yeah. so um taryn and i are actually a little behind on getting to this because i feel like people watched it so fast but we finally watched it and it was unreal um and yeah it kind of it was kind of scary it kind of left us a little like ooh, scary yeah i mean i feel like we'll try not to give any spoilers because if you haven't watched it yet you should um, but yeah, it's just, I, I didn't love the ending of this season. I felt like it got a little bit too like drama. Yeah. It got a little soapy for us. Yeah. We had a Which, conversation That about was it. part of what was so scary about it was like, this could totally happen. Yeah. And I do think obviously they're freaking nuts, like horrible people out there. So like it still could happen the way it's going. Yeah. But I think it it's a little bit more where you're like. Oh, this is like a soap opera. Yeah, I think towards the end it got yeah. soap soap opera e. So yeah. definitely watch it for yourselves. Let us know what you think. But, but it did trigger some very interesting conversations we've been having. Yes, um, you guys know this. We are obsessed with true crime stuff. We're obsessed with talking about how to protect ourselves and how to mm-hmm. not get murdered is always the goal. The ultimate goal. So <laughs> Survival. Um, yes. Um, so this all kind of started because me and Ash had dinner with a friend and she shared a scary thing that had happened to her and how she handled it. And both of us were like, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Like, I don't know if I would think to do that. We should do advice on how not to <laughs> get killed or how do you like prepare and protect yourself Mm -hmm. Um, in scary situations so um, we are going to do a story in a little bit but right now we're going to freaking protect you and teach you how to survive we're going to drop some knowledge on you folks yes drop some knowledge yes yeah pretty much yeah um basically our friend was telling us about how basically the whole conversation started on the show you and how terrifying (laughs) how absolutely terrifying it is that this is a normal guy and actually like like charming yeah guy um that is doing all of these crazy things and using things like facebook and using things like instagram to stalk his victims basically and and we're over here sitting we're sitting here like okay um our entire lives are on social media so we're sitting here like horrified and just kind of freaking out like wow should we do we quit do, do we, we like private everything do we just drop out like what's <laughs> gonna happen and then our friend was explaining about how like she couldn't finish the show because it was too much for her and went into detail about how she has been stalked before in the past mm-hmm. and there was one time she was just like walking down the street and this is when like me and Taryn were both just like oh my god that's brilliant um 
And for a very long amount of time, a very significant amount of time, this guy was following her. And I know like we live in in cities where you could very easily be headed to the same grocery store as someone else. So it's not too freaky. But every time she stopped, he would stop. And every time she would, you know, stop to like tie her shoe or something like that, he would stop. And she was very aware of this whole like he was moving with her kind of thing. Um, and basically what ended up happening is she was walking towards a couple of people. They were complete strangers. It was looked like a couple, she said. And she just ran up and gave them a huge hug and said very loudly something. What did she say? She was like, oh my gosh, like, it's so good to so see good you. So good to see you. Like, yeah. So making it seem like they were. Yeah. And then whispered in their ears, I'm being stalked or I'm being followed. Yeah. Um, and then she said the woman in the couple in the of the two people where it was like, Oh, you totally are. And they like walked into a building with her. And I thought that was the smartest thing. Yeah. That was the coolest thing. I was like, that's something that I feel like any, most strangers would do for you. Oh yeah. Um, especially if like some creepy guy is just standing there and obviously stalking you, but yeah, no, totally. That, I wouldn't have thought of that. Mm-hmm. I would, I would like to hope that I had thought of that. <laughs> yeah. But I probably wouldn't have. So, it's interesting. Yeah. There was one time I was standing and I saw like a girl walking her dog and this like super creepy guy walked up to her and and I could tell just by watching that she was so uncomfortable and he was like blocking her with his body. Yeah. So like every time she would be like, oh, okay, and try to walk away, he would like change and shift his body to like keep her from being able to go yeah and so I was very like aware so I I was going into somewhere but I ended up just I literally just stayed at my car and watched her and was like pretending I was getting stuff for my car because you know us girls we got to stick together we really or do we really do or anybody like you should be aware of people around you if they need help and so um I had overheard her say her name I can't remember now say it was like Sarah yeah and um so she started getting closer and he started getting more aggressive Mm. so then I stepped and was like oh my god Sarah and she was like oh and like walked over and we were talking without even having to have that conversation she knew exactly what you were doing no she instantly and then so she kind of like bolted to get over to me and then he became like aware like okay well someone else is watching me so he left and then she got super emotional and was just like, thank you so much. Like, I didn't know what to do. And yeah. so it's just, I mean, like, you just got to think because when sometimes you freeze in those moments. You do. Yeah. And that is my hope is that we'll read these things that are not from us, but like from different people researching this stuff. And that way, like, if you're ever in a situation, you can be like, oh, yeah, like I've heard about this or yeah. I know to do this. You know? Yeah. I, I remember I think I said it on this podcast, but one of my mom's friends had something similar happen. A guy grabbed her like in a crowd not crowded but like in like a area like a busy area where like it felt like one of those like death grips around both her wrists yeah and um she just started like acting crazy yeah I'm not like like singing scripture like quoting weird quotes kind of like shaking a little bit like she just went into this completely weird person and he dropped her so fast she said like he looked in her eyes and like saw crazy and like let go super quick because like that's like, terrifying. No, this isn't worth it. You know, yeah. like grabbing just a random woman is like, okay, like I could probably, she, she, she is like smaller. Um, like I could probably get away with that. But yeah. then if, I don't know, if you look insane, you have to be insane <laughs> to yeah. handle that, you know, like, oh, that's yeah, like girl. I don't yeah. think so. No, totally. Um, so that's kind of where we're going. Um, so should we take a quick break and then like get into all yes. the juice? All right. So we'll take a quick break. Get out your notepads or remember to, you know, revisit this episode um, because, yes, we're trying to keep you all alive. Dun, dun, dun. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. (laughs) I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Okay, and we're back. So basically, Taryn and I did some research for you guys. And um, the only thing that I really found was um, that one of the main things that really affected victims from their stalkers was thinking that it wasn't actually stalking and kind of dismissing it like it was a really common problem where it's like once they actually once the cops talked to the victims it's like no he'd been stalking me for for years or for months and I kept dismissing it as like oh he's just a little odd or he's not dangerous he's just a little you know socially unaware um and they didn't realize that what he the actual stalker was doing was stalking. Yeah. You know, they just put it as like, oh, he's an odd kind of guy or she's an odd kind of girl. Yeah. Um, so they said one of the best things to keep yourself safe from stalkers is to know what stalking actually is. So the Bureau of Justice has a whole list and um, it's actually not that long, but it makes complete sense. One of the first ones is making unwanted phone calls, sending unsolicited a name drop (laughs) letters or emails to the person following or spying on a victim which includes like just like showing up at maybe your local grocery store way too often Mm -hmm. like that happens every now and then it shouldn't happen all the time no yeah um showing up at places without a legitimate reason where you wouldn't run into them so the grocery store is a common place to run into someone if you run into them like at your job and they don't work there that's odd like that's something to keep an eye out for um waiting at places for the victim is a very common one so if you have a routine and you happen to see them i don't know outside your gym frequently and just kind of waiting there that's a bad sign um leaving unwanted items presents or flowers if they're not your friend presents are kind of a big red flag so it doesn't have to be a huge present but if you're constantly getting these random things from someone that you don't know that well that's a red flag and that's a big sign. And then the last one was posting information or spreading rumors about the victim mm-hmm. um, online, which could just Dang. be like pictures. Like even if you're in his his or her story or if you are um, reading stuff about someone online and you know that it's you, that's a bad, bad yeah. flag too. No, I love that there's all those elements though because I think you think stalking is like, yeah, he follows me. He's always yeah. where I am. But even the like unwanted emails, like unwanted phone calls, like even yeah. down to that, I think it's like like you said, like girls don't know that or guys because guys definitely get it too. Yeah, don't know that they can like stand up and be like, hey, like the hey, like stop he's. I'm not wanting these advances and they keep happening, even though he's not showing up where I am. Yeah. There's like other things going on. too. Yeah. And it's not always like that forward. You know, like the email might not be very dangerous sounding. It could just be a simple question on how how you made, you know, your it smelled really good the other day. Like, what were you cooking? Like and all these like random questions that Mm -hmm. are that they might be asking you about. Um, Yeah. They shouldn't be asking you. (laughs) So be aware of that. Any kind of contact that 
Yeah. Is unwatched. Anyone who's ever watched you, every inch of this, like, inch, every second of this episode, they're going to be like, I understand why they're concerned. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I rounded up tips to protect yourself. And this applies for literally everyone because. You know, every time we listen to crime stuff, like, yeah, I feel like, unfortunately, most of the time it's, like, girls getting kidnapped and stuff like that. I mean, statistically, but, yes. Yeah. Girls are more vulnerable, but Totally. Happens. But there's men that stuff happens to. There's elderly people. There's children. There's, like, like no one is, like, totally safe Mm-mm. from thinking that they don't have to be smart about this. Right. So all y'all need to listen. Okay. So I did, um, literally, I went through a bunch of articles and then... Um, I also found it was really interesting, like a woman police officer with like the cases she's seen, she also gave stuff to. So I'm just going to go through. If you want to comment on any yeah. or like, you know, amplify what I'm saying. Um, so the first one and a lot of these are because a lot of um, kidnappings or like attacks and stuff like that happen when you're approaching your car or like. Yes. You know, at night, like you're going to your car, things like that. Parking garages. Totally. So a lot of these have to do with that. But um, the like one of the number one things I always saw is like awareness and looking around you and taking the time to like as you're walking, like glancing behind you, glancing to the side, like before you just walk into a parking lot, walk into somewhere, like actually taking a moment to like scan the area and just be aware. You mean put your phone down? Girl. That's point two. <laughs> <laughs> I was just picturing of like what I would be doing yep. walking into a garage and it would be like with my phone out, pulling Which, up directions because you even. Feel, you feel uncomfortable so you look at your phone or yeah. like when you're walking, whatever. But that was another thing. Like having headphones in is like the worst thing you can do yeah. because a lot of attackers are looking for like victims that are not aware. So yeah. they're looking for girls that look nervous Distracted. and are looking down and or boys or whatever. Um so that was another one to like just put your phone down and the whole like looking around is because you should be able to trust your instincts Mm -hmm. and you know like how many times have you like had someone walk by you and just like making eye contact you're like I'm uncomfortable shivers going down your spine yeah and you have no (laughs) zero reason for it but you just know you want to be nowhere near that guy yes and I think sometimes it can be wrong but I also think that's like our God-given radar that tells us like you know to pay attention and a lot of times like in like Crime Junkie they'll be like oh yeah she this guy made her really uncomfortable but she went and met with him anyways and it's like now you're dead so it's like (laughs) we need to pay attention to what we feel yeah I think I think I've heard so many stories about how gut instinct is what saves mm-hmm. someone um, and it's it's not reasonable it doesn't always make sense no there is no proof but like trust your gut yeah you have to oh no totally um, I did I did see something that says you should have your phone in your hand just in case you need to like call 911 yeah and a reminder if you guys hold you know when you hold like you're going to turn off your phone there's like the swipe for power off and then there's also swipe for emergency call so that's yeah. always like if you need like a quick access uh-huh. um so that was another thing there's been multiple times where me or Taryn have been walking by ourselves somewhere like late at night and we've just called each other yeah and just like had each other on the phone yeah I've done that with my parents I've well done and that not even sister. that you have to have the phone to you because you should be listening whatever but right. just be, just to know Having like someone's on, on the phone line. yeah because yeah. if something happened then they would hear right away totally um another one was that the second you get in your car you should immediately lock your doors uh-huh. that's something i don't always do i do when i'm nervous but um uh, a lot of things that i read were saying that a lot of kidnappings or burglaries or whatever is just literally someone walking up to a car and opening the door yeah. because people don't think to do it right away or you get in and you're dropping your groceries off and you're putting your purse and you're looking at directions and whatever and the whole time like your door is just unlocked unlocked so that getting in that practice of like right when you get in your car just pushing lock on your door yeah and there was a story there was a story I heard of where a guy it was a busy parking lot like like a grocery store or a target or something like that and the guy got in to the passenger seat of with the woman driving because it was unlocked and he had a gun and she drove away because she was at gunpoint. And no, literally no one noticed. Yeah. No, because you just think, well, who she's... would just walk up into a car? Exactly. Like, obviously, they exactly. know each other. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Another one was to pay attention to the cars parked around you. Mm-hmm. If there is a large van that's parked Mm-mm. on your driver's side, I hate that. You should be very weary, weary of weary. it because um, a lot of times they'll use like large vehicles. And I remember hearing that a successful kidnapping, like with no, like nothing went wrong and whatever, can literally take as little as ten to fifteen seconds. It's terrifying. That is absolutely terrifying. That's terrifying. Uh-huh. So it's worth being a little bit aware that yeah. if you see a vehicle and taking that extra minute to either make sure someone's watching you get in your car or, you know, wait, wait it out. Yeah. Um, another one that was interesting that I didn't think of is if you're approaching your car, especially if it's like late at night and you see you have a flat tire, they suggested that you immediately go back into where you were and call service and don't approach your car until service gets there. Oh, that's good. Cause you had been down and inspect yeah. it and stuff. Or yeah. Or someone would come up and be like, Oh, you have a flat tire. Let me help you. And, yeah. and that might be the attacker, Ooh, which I didn't think about. Clever. Like usually I would go and be like, Oh my tires flat and then I would like sit in my car until someone came yeah but they were saying like don't even approach your car just call AAA or call whatever and then wait in public till yeah Oof. comes that's terrifying. like did that's you so would smart. you have thought of that no I not would not have thought of that um another one is just reminding that we all have the option of asking security or workers to walk us to our car yes and I think sometimes we get embarrassed like we don't want to be like I do. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, I'm fine. Like, I'm just being a baby. But if you really have that nervous feeling, just going in and being like, hey, I'm so sorry, but can you just watch me yeah. go to my car? You know? Yeah. Well, I feel like um, just my personality is like, I don't want to be one of those like like needy people or I don't want to like need someone or, or be, um, what's the word? <laughs> You're, if it, since you guys can't see her, she's literally holding both of her hands up and wiggling her fingers. I and can't. I don't. Spirit fingers? Jazz no. hands. Uh, like someone that doesn't, like, ugh, it's so gone. The word is gone. Self-sufficient. Independent. No, independent kind of, but like a, a needy type of girl. There's a, there's a term for that. High. Maintenance. Maintenance. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I try really hard not to be a high maintenance type of person. And sometimes I feel like that could feel like a, hey, I need you to walk me to my car kind of thing. I feel unsafe in like, you know, just a normal place. And I need to get that out of my head. Oh, that's horrible thinking. And I can't think that way. But I would be, I need to get past that. Yeah. No. And I'm the like, because I have all brothers. So it's like, I have to be tough. I have to like show everyone I can do it. Yeah, and I like, can I don't my get own. scared. And yeah, but you just need to be It's careful. better to just like tell someone. Yeah. Completely. Um, another one. So again, in the whole like being in public, um, take self-defense, like educate yourself on mm-hmm. how to protect yourself. I know when I did Krav Maga and Thai kickboxing, like my confidence level went up so much I'm because- sure. I was like, I'm confident that I would at least be able to put up a fight. And the whole hope is that you can put up a fight long enough for like someone to hear or to help you. you right. Know? You don't you don't have to, you know, actually be able to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> or do you just stall a little bit? Yeah. Um, another one was to actually, if you feel like you're being followed, to confront them in a way that lets them know that you're aware that they're following you mm-hmm. um, because a lot of times like I said before they're looking for like quote unquote a soft target so someone who it's like not gonna they don't know I'm here I'm gonna be able to just surprise them and go so if you turn and just say like hey can I help you or something like that yeah a lot of times they're like oh shoot and they'll just go Thrown away. off yeah yeah that makes sense if they're trying to be sneaky and sneak up on you if yeah. you make it very clear that you see them and you've been seeing them yes ma'am um uh, a couple like car ones Mm -hmm. so i think i mean i feel like everyone's heard this one but like you know if you're ever like in a trunk how you can like kick try to kick the brake lights out so that you can you know get your hand out get your hand out and wave because i know and it's funny because i if I ever see a sketchy car, I'm so I'm so paranoid. If I see a sketchy car, sometimes I will literally like turn my music down and roll my window down and like will listen and I also will like watch for like any kind of weird movement or if I see anything because I'm just like I'm determined to catch <laughs> 
catch all the killers. But had you heard that one about the yes, backlight? Yes, that's a good one. I feel um, like a lot of people actually don't know about that. Yeah. Um, also, when you're driving, like if you feel like someone's coming up to your car, one of the things they said is like, if that means you need to run a light to be safe, then like do it. Right. It's better that you get a ticket or like something like that than just sitting there because you're like, oh, it's a red light and this guy ran up to my car and got me. Like get yeah. out of there yeah. if you need to. <laughs> drive, people drive. Get out of there. Um, uh, another one was like about being approached with at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. So um, this was uh, one of the police officers was saying that it's a lot more likely that you will get away if you do not go with them than if you go with them. Right. So when someone holds a gun to you, most of the time they're not wanting to shoot you. They're just using it as a way to intimidate you and get you to go. So she was saying like if if someone holds you at gunpoint, don't just freeze and do whatever they say because you're afraid right. of being shot. Yeah. Like, be like, no, and like run and scream and do what you have to do. Right, and like the woman in the parking lot. Yeah. If the guy pulls the gun, I understand wanting to drive because you're scared of the gun, but like yeah. in the end, he's in a very public parking lot. Yeah. Would he really pull the gun? Maybe, but yeah. then at the same time, he'd get yeah caught probably really quick and there's cameras everywhere. Oh, totally. So, And for me, I'm like, if someone's trying to like take me at gunpoint, they're probably not going to do fun things with me. So yeah. like, just shoot I'd me, bro. Shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah. I'm out. Um, Ooh, this was super interesting. So like car services, like mm-hmm. when you take your car to get like maintenance or um, car washes or valet, like all that kind of stuff where you just hand over your keys. Mm-hmm. There have been reports that people would take the keys and they would make copies, copies. and molds of house keys. And that's how they would like get into people's houses. And a lot of times if you're using your card or if you're filling anything out that has your address you're like that's such an easy thing that they can do so one one of the things they suggested always just take your car key off and give that don't give your entire set of keys my dad told me that when I first started driving really and to this day I always I had never heard that my because he'd be like no (laughs) they will so interesting yeah it's scary it's easy Gosh, see, this is. I hope you all are not. I'm very fascinated by this. Are mm-hmm. you fascinated? Very, very. Safety she first. said. Um, just a couple more. Um, one of the things is on dates or if you're in public. It's. I mean, I feel like everyone should know this, but watching your drinks. I feel like we've all been told like you don't accept a drink from a stranger or yeah. stuff like that. But even when you get up to go to the bathroom, yes. And that was one I did. I know of. I think I'm pretty sure it was my mom knows of someone or something. I don't know. I'm having weird deja vu, but um, where she went on a date with a guy, she got her own drink and all this stuff and they were having dinner and it was great. Got up to go to the restroom and while she was gone, he drugged her drink and then she woke up the next day, you know? Yeah. So it's, you've got to literally think about everything. Like you are watching that the whole time. So if that means you got to, chug it real fast before you go to the bathroom, that's fine. But even your food. I thought about this before. Um, because I, there was one time where I was thinking about that. I was on a date, drank the whole thing, and then came back and he had ordered me another drink. Mm-hmm. And I was like, am I going to be paranoid and yeah. deny it? So I think I think the best thing you can do is almost be done with a drink. Not completely done. And then go to the bathroom like you will and then come back and order another one and then just don't finish the other yeah. one. So you can watch them bring the new one. And then just not finish it because you could be like, oh, I don't like the end. Yeah, (laughs) It's all watery. (laughs) Well, and also I think like it's okay to just say like, hey, like I'm so sorry. I'm paranoid, but we just met. So like I'm not going to drink this. Like, No, for sure. But if you're not the type of person to say anything, that's what I would do. I'm so upfront with like if I – the couple times I have met up with someone from dating apps where like I'll just tell them straight to their face like – I, my friends have your phone number, your picture. <laughs> I screenshotted your entire dating profile and they are tracking my location and I have to text them every hour. So I'm just letting you know, like, don't kill me because you will get caught. That's like, so I will funny. take you down with me. Yeah. So, and I don't think, and every time I'm like super blunt about it or if they're like, hey, like, oh, we should go here. Like, do you want to get in my car? Like, I have no problem just being like, um, actually you're a stranger. So like, 
I'm vibing. I'm down to like go somewhere else, but like I'll yeah. meet you there. And people respect that. Like they always like laugh and they'll just be like, oh, that sucks. You have to think about that. But yeah. don't be afraid to be paranoid. Uh huh. And then the last one was just being aware, like when you go to like a pharmacy or places where they say, you know, oh, can I get your address or can you confirm with a number, things like that. Yeah. Just being aware of your voice volume because it's an easy way that people can just. listen and know where you live yeah ew so i feel like chills i don't like it i know but it's good to talk about and Mm. i think we need to like be aware of stuff and we can still love people and be positive and give people benefit of the doubts but we have to also just be prepared yeah no definitely and hopefully never have to use any of this information we just talked about (laughs) 100 percent yeah so that's all I got. That's wow. that's my my quick how to not, not get die. murdered. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Thanks, it was Ash. really broken down. I hope everyone had their pens and I know. paper out. I know, jotting it down and stuff. Yeah, we just want you guys to live because we're fam now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Long healthy lives. Long healthy lives. Um. On that note. Are you going to lighten this up? I have a tearing it up for uh, us. Perfect. We figured, I figured, you know, if we're going to talk about this and transition into something else, then we need a transition piece. <laughs> um, so this is a tearing it up. If you guys don't know what a tearing it up is, this is the segment in our podcast where people send in awkward, embarrassing stories um, that are similar to what Taryn might have experienced mm-hmm. in her life. She has a lot of awkward, embarrassing stories. Yes, so that is why it is called tearing it up. This one, uh, actually, I don't want to give anything away, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get right into okay. it. Love it, dear Ashley and Taryn. I have been listening to your podcast from the very beginning, and I love it. On my walk to school every morning, I listen, and it is so awkward laughing out loud on an empty street in the middle of nowhere by myself in the morning. LOL. Oh, girl, make sure you only have one <laughs> headphone in though. Oh, good. After that whole conversation. <laughs> Anyways, let's get on with the story. Last year, I was going swimming with my class. It was a week-long class, and I decided I wanted to be the first one out of the change room every day for the week. The first day, I was the second, so the second day, I wore my bathing suit under all of my clothes. Of course, I was the first on the bench, and I was so overjoyed. The lifeguard was looking at me really weirdly, and I thought it was because he was shocked at my speed at getting out of the change room. The boys started coming out of the change room and were laughing, and then I realized I was still wearing my bright red padded bra over my bathing suit from my clothes. I ran into the girls' change room and slipped it off all the way. I made it into the change room, um, took off the bra, laughed it off, and tried to be normal for the rest of the swimming lesson. I can't describe the intense embarrassment I experienced that day. Oh, my god! Love you both lots, Anonymous. Oh my gosh, that's so good. It's so funny because like being the first person out of the change room sounds like like why? Uh-huh. It's like what it's not that big of a deal, but I'm so the type of person who would do that where oh, I yeah. would just be like well, first of all, like changing rooms at they, they, I always feel a little claustrophobic because people are everywhere. So mm-hmm. I could see, I totally get wanting to be out of there like right mm-hmm. away. And then also like first on the bench, does that mean you're first to swim? Probably. And that yeah. just makes sense to me. Um, so I can kind of relate to <laughs> to wanting to be out, to wanting to be so out first and like planning methodically how I'm going to yeah. do it. And then just, I just picture her sitting there on her bench Aww. with her red bra on. So Padded. unaware. So unaware. <laughs> Poor baby girl. I'm so sorry, but... <laughs> Thank you for that. It sounds like she played it off super well. It sounds like Like, she played it off great. Laugh it off. I mean, what are you going to do? I love that it was red. I would have been like, oh, this isn't isn't You could be like, oh, maybe maybe it's a bathing suit top. You know, bright, bright red. Yeah. So good. So good. Oh, my gosh. That was so good. Thanks for sending it in. If you guys have any um, tearing it ups that you want to send in that you think are hilarious, please send them in because we need a good laugh here and there. We do. Especially when talking about murder death not murder was it murder nah kidnapping could lead to assault Assault. (laughs) all the things um okay well shall we take a break and then get into a story Mm -hmm. um i loved well i don't i don't love that this happened but i love this story because it's something that she's writing about from her past 
and we were just talking about that. Like, I don't, I, I hope that you guys know, like, this can be stuff that happened to you like a long time ago. It doesn't have to be just current things. Cause I, I think sometimes like those are the most impactful moments in our lives is like stuff that like literally happened to us when we were younger and it's shaved, shaved, it's shaved us down to who we are. Shaped. Shaped. Yeah. Got shaped. it. <laughs> um, so I wanted to read this as an example. Uh huh. And then um, I thought maybe we could both share like, Something maybe someone said to us when we were super young that like still to this day, like we remember. So be thinking about that. Okay. Okay. This um, is titled Story from My Past and we will get to it after this break. Break. <laughs> break. Well, I thought you were going to say break. Oh. I was trying to do it I was like, time. that's it. Break. Okay. Okay, so this is called Story from My Past. Hello, Taryn and Ashley. Thought I'd put Taryn's name first for a change. LOL. I appreciate it. Um, My name is Meg, and I'm from Canada. I've been a big fan of both of you for a couple years now, so you can imagine my excitement when you two started a podcast together. I have kept up with all the episodes, my favorites being the Halloween specials. You are not alone. Yeah. (laughs) I would love to continue to hear Taryn's mom's stories. They are fascinating and shows how strong she is and how far she has come in life, which we're all big Angie fans. Angie fan for life. For life. I don't know if she has any more. I don't know, honestly. If honestly, I, can... I would be very sad if she had more. I No, <laughs> she lot. does. She's told me that, but I don't, like, I can't do it. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to my story. I'm 16 now, and I am in online school as of grade nine. As of grade nine? Mm-hmm. Ninth grade. How old are you when you're 16? I mean, how, um, what grade are you in? 16. 16, I would say junior, sophomore, junior, because that's when you, I was 15 when I got my permit, which is sophomore year. So okay. it'd be sophomore, junior. You graduate when you're like 17, 18? 17, 18. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um. Which, for where I live, is still junior high. Oh, interesting. Um, Before entering into online school, I was a part of a junior high school in my town. It was toxic, and I already knew that before even walking in um, into grade 7 because my older sister had gone there. The teachers at the school never actually talked or taught. Our social teacher in grade 8 even hit on me a couple times, which made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we're Um, definitely, yeah, not a fan of this school. Throwing my water bottle. Yeah. (laughs) She goes on to like a bunch of different stuff that just was like not appropriate for that age. Um, This school was super messed up and I cried at the end of practically every school week. Not to mention my biggest insecurity was right there with me, my weight. I got called pig a couple times and I never appreciated that comment because words do hurt, which I was... I can't even describe like the rage of reading that sentence. Yeah. That's so sad. That's the worst. Kids suck. What? Like, but why do you even have to like, what gives you the urge or the right to like call someone a name? It's stupid. It's insecurity. The kid Ugh. that says that, I think. I want to fight them all. Um, okay. Words do hurt. In grade eight, I can think of a specific time in gym class where we were to partner up with a friend. Then we stand one in front of the other with our partner to do some kind of activity. The gym teacher instructed the front row to slide down one person. This way we were encouraged to get to know other people, not just our friends. I didn't mind seeking as many new friends was a great opportunity. However, the girl to my right, who had to be my new partner, looked at me up and down then called out in front of the entire class, including the teacher, how she refused to partner up with me and began begging the teacher to put her with someone else. It was so awkward and only made me feel worse about how I looked, and I had to hold in my tears because the whole gym class was staring at me at this point. After a minute of refusal, the teacher the teacher told the girl that she had no other choice and I was her only option, which, like... Uh, his teacher yeah needs to be talked to uh, like it's already a bad situation that just makes it so much worse 
for I, her being the responsible adult that could make that change. Completely. You know? Yeah. And I feel like as an educator or as someone who's in charge of kids, um, which I read an email, someone was like, Taryn, talk more about like education. So here you go. Let's here's, talk about it. Here's a little thing. Um, when you are in charge of a group of kids, like you're constantly needing to feel out the room, right? Like you're watching for those subtle things where you're seeing a kid get sad or you're seeing like kids like whispering like they're up to something. Yeah. Um, and I don't I don't typically work with this age, but I have before. And I know like for me, like when I was teaching choir like if there was ever something that was said that was mean like if I was this teacher immediately I would have said you know what you can go sit and not be in this activity and then I would have because you know your kids I would have put a sweet kid that I knew was going to be nice with her and Mm -hmm. like try to be like hey like don't worry about it and talk to her after but like move past the incident make that kid go sit out and now she's the one being yeah. you know, the center of attention. Yeah. And then afterwards I would have had a very stern talking to about how that's unacceptable. Yeah, exactly. So that's my Way first pop thing. Off. Pop off Taryn. I'm so sorry that that happened to you and give me your teacher's info. I'll let her know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. So the girl reluctantly stood in front of me, but again, looked her up and down before turning her head. So she looked her up and down again and turned her head because she was frustrated. This is a memory that has stuck with me because it shows how far emotionally and physically I've come. Since that point, I have lost 30 pounds and I'm so proud of myself. Emotionally, I've become stronger. I like to believe it comes from past memories such as those. I am still working on myself and I guess my question for you two to give advice for me is... What would you have done in a situation like that? As I feel I should have stood up for myself, but then tears truly would have fallen. Thank you for everything you guys do uh, for others on your podcast and how you always look at a situation from more than one side. You guys always make my day. Love, Meg. 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 Sorry. Oh, my God. That girl's a brat. I know. Everyone knows a girl like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. Do you want to say what came, comes to mind before I? Uh, can you go first so I can think more? <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's like, don't put me on the spot. Like, I... um, well, honestly, okay, so my thing is I kind of don't like the way that you said, like, but now look how far I've come. And you defined how far you've come as that you've lost weight because I want you to hear this very clearly. You do not need to lose weight or you do not need to change anything about yourself to expect or to deserve the love that you should be getting. Yeah, 100%. So I want, I'm glad that you are proud of yourself and the things you've done. And I think that's awesome. Like getting healthy, doing stuff for yourself, being like emotionally mature and things like that is all great. But that should come out of a place of like self-love and not I'm trying to change myself because people hurt me or made fun of me and I don't want, I need to change myself. Yeah. So I want to make sure that you are like still being gentle to yourself yeah. because obviously those comments still affect you, which I mean, and naturally. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's a very, it's a very fine line of like doing things because you love yourself and you want to improve yourself out of loving yourself and I and I hope that you don't think like oh well I'm good now because I've lost weight because girl that does not matter like you are beautiful no matter what you look like or no matter how much you weigh like that's that's something I just really wanted to like emphasize I guess yeah no for sure um that's as far as like what we would do in that situation I feel like that's really hard because I'm not the type of person to stand up for myself and I'm not the type of person to speak boldly about like anything in general. So I feel like I probably would have ended up doing exactly what you did. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really, I really don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you don't have the ability to say something at that moment or stick up for yourself, that doesn't mean that you were weak and that doesn't mean that you, um, I don't know, let someone walk all over you. It just, it just means you didn't, want to address it or say anything. And, um, there's been plenty of instances where I wish I could have been like, Oh yeah, well like you like screw you or, or 
call her out for you know her nappy hair or her like yeah, yeah. S- split ends or her like yeah. you know like oh well your hair color is terrible or you know just like call her out for like something yeah um uh but in the end I think it's always better to be the bigger person and oh, sometimes completely. like staying silent is being the bigger person yeah. um and I would like to think that that girl has grown up since then and also remembers the incident and is very ashamed of how she acted yeah. No, totally. And I think sticking up for yourself can come in like many different ways. Like it doesn't have to be a vocal like don't talk to me that way. It can be you just telling yourself quietly inside like don't listen to her. Like she does not define you like you are beautiful. Like who cares what she has to say? So I think there's there's a lot of there's not one solid definition like you were saying of like how to be strong or whatever. Like being strong is not breaking. Yeah. And that's like the strongest thing Mm -hmm. you could do in that moment. And I've had moments like that where I'm like concentrating so hard on just like, I do not want to cry in front of these people. You know, like I don't want to give them that power. Yeah. And I think that's fine. Um, But I think even like you just writing in and saying like, you know, this was something that hurt me and I want to do as much as I can to like heal from that and not have it affect me. Like that is you sticking up for yourself, you know? Yeah. I've said this so many times we have, I really believe we're different versions of ourselves throughout our entire life. So like when I tell a story about when I was bullied when I was younger or something like that, like I'm giving that version of myself a voice. So Mm -hmm. I don't think, you know, it doesn't mean like right at that second, if I don't do something to stick up for myself, I, I never can. And I always will regret it. Years later, you can take that moment to be like, no, like she didn't deserve that. Like no. that, that version of me did not deserve that. So yeah. I think honestly, like you are sticking up for yourself just by like writing this and by choosing to like move on with your life. You yeah. know, also by being vulnerable and sharing it with us. I guarantee you there's a lot of people in high school that listen yeah. to this podcast. I don't know the exact percentage, but it's a big one. Yeah. And um, I guarantee you there's there's some guys and girls that feel exactly how you felt back then. And maybe they don't have a voice either. And that makes them feel heard and that makes them feel understood and it makes them feel like they're not alone. And maybe if this happens soon to one of them, they'll be able to speak up for themselves. Yeah. Hopefully. No, I love that. Yeah. I mean, that's the power of, I'm going to sound so cheesy. I was like, that's the power of our podcast. I was just going to say of our podcast. (laughs) But it is like, I mean, that's what we read over and over. And that is honestly what pumps me and Ash up the most to like continue this is the fact that people are like, you're helping me to like help other people. Or now I understand what my friend was going through or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, And also like I'm going through the same situation. Like that's so... Yeah. Great. That's why we need people. But it really is. I hope that this has helped you. Um, I definitely think um, I think that you are stronger than you think Mm -hmm. just by being able to admit that like that affected you because a lot of people try to just brush it off because you think like it makes you weak to be sad. But sadness is not weakness at all. No. And the way the way that she wrote it Mm -hmm. was just so like. Yeah. This is what I went through. This is where that situation has taken me now. Like I'm stronger now because of it. Yeah. That's incredible. No, it's I love that. It's inspirationing. It's inspirationing. What is my oh my god, guys, it's inspirational. Every time we make up words, we should just post them. Yeah, and define them. Have our own dictionary. Inspirationing. <laughs> when you there's Urban Dictionary and there's Unsolicited <laughs> Dictionary. It's <laughs> so good. Did you um, think of something someone told you when you were younger? Yeah. Um. So a fun fact about me is that. Um, I didn't date at all through high school. I had my very first boyfriend was in seventh grade that lasted a hot minute. And then that I didn't date anyone until after high school. Mm-hmm. So that was a, you know, like good four or five years of just singleness. And, um, I, it's funny because like, I never really, I never had a problem. The only time it was a problem was during dances. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. very much in a place where like, I, I wasn't too concerned <laughs> with guys and, um, I was very like all about friends, all about drumline. <laughs> and uh, I didn't really concern myself with, with any boy problems at that time. Um, but there was a rumor that got spread by one of the guys in my class that said I was lesbian. Mm-hmm. And um, it got around to pretty much, it felt like my entire class, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was probably like half of my class before I actually heard the rumor Ugh, because one of hard. the other guys was like, 
I was hanging out with some of my friends and one of them asked me just straight up and was like, Hey, are you? And I was like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> where did you hear that from? And one yeah. of my girlfriends that I was with was like, where the hell did you hear that from? That My personality. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm just yeah. like, no. And I start panicking. And then the girl I was with was like, I'll kill you. You know, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. funny. Um, and he was like, oh, I don't know. I just, I heard, you know, through the, you know, grapevine yeah. to this day. I still don't know who started it. But I am so aware of that now. Yeah. And I, I've never, I don't think I've ever been able to shake it since then um, of this like, oh, am I, like, am I? And then it was like, um, I had, I, th- I think it was that, I was a sophomore that year. So I feel like that entire sophomore year, I was like, does not having a boyfriend and like not mean, having one for a yeah. while mean that I'm interested in girls? And I like was like, no, like it yeah. never has been. But then I've always been very aware of like, oh, if I'm single, yeah. people are going to think that. And so I how do to, I show them I'm how not? How do I show them that I'm I'm not? Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean like date everyone yeah. or date someone all the time. Yeah. Because I don't want to do that either. Um, But to this day, like that, I can't forget it. Yeah. Obviously, I've come. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> So there's just that. Want to clarify. Uh, pretty sure about that. Um, but like I had to just realize like, no, like I'm single and I've been in seasons where I haven't been single. Mm-hmm. But in my single seasons, I've just learned that like, no, I'm fine. Stop caring about what other people think. And 90 percent of people don't think that way. No, <laughs> these are just stupid high school boys that have nothing better to do with their lives. Yeah. But like I still I still remember like exactly well, that what feeling you said. of knowing that people were just talking about you and you yeah. weren't there is very like it and feels like an invasion. Like you're just like, yeah. well, what I'm were like, you saying? Sorry. Yeah. Were you making fun of me? Like how long were you talking about me? You know, it's just yeah. like very unnerving. Yeah. And I mean, not to give them not to make you feel bad for them, but to their defense, I wasn't drumline. I did drum and I didn't have great style back then. So, <laughs> I mean, I couldn't, it wasn't too far of a leap to maybe go there, but like still, like that was still like a really douchey way to yeah, just Yeah, because you like, know they were doing someone. it to be like, oh, she doesn't, nobody likes her. She doesn't yeah. like anybody. So she must be. Yeah. She no, must just be. Being, yeah. yeah. And then to like screw with me for all of sophomore year. Like, yeah. is that what that means? You know? Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. I'm sorry. High school sucks, guys. I'm so sorry. And it's totally fine to have (laughs) moments like that that you have to learn from. Yeah. Yeah. And squash rumors. Freaking. Squash all the rumors. Get you a squad that'll (laughs) squash them for you. Oh, I'll squash them, girl. (laughs) I'll squash them real nice. Um, I am having, again, I don't know what is with me. You were having deja vu on the way over here. Oh, my God. I'm having it really bad right now. Um, But even if I've said this, whatever. Um. I, mine is, and I already can hear. It. I'm gonna say it, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, it's so sad." But it's uh, it's fine. We good. I mean, we're mine fine. Was sad too. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, I was in junior high, mm-hmm. and it was actually, and it just shows like, it just shows how much you shouldn't take things personal because the person who said this was actually is still to this day like a really good friend of mine and the sweetest person ever and it just shows that we were immature junior hires who literally didn't it's know what we were talking about. terrible age. So that's what show <laughs> like sometimes people say things to you and they're ignorant and they don't know what they're talking about so to give them so much power of like their statements controlling you yeah. like I wish we just could turn it off so easily I you know? know. I know. But I remember I was in love with this, this one guy for like all of junior high like in love with him still to this day r.i.p um (laughs) and uh we were playing a game and we all had to like hold hands and then they told us to let go and he kept holding my friend's hand and they were looking at each other smiling so of course (laughs) little potato taryn was like started crying it was i'm sure way more dramatic than it needed to be but like ran to the room because i was like so sad yeah so my friend came after me and i was crying and i was just saying Again, something I didn't understand at that time is it wasn't that boys didn't like me, but my dad was my principal, and so they were all terrified to like me. Right. But in my mind, no one liked me, like no one, and I was so confused by that. And so she sat with me, and I was crying, and I was like, I just don't understand. Like, why does everyone always likes you, and no one ever likes me? Yeah. And she just (laughs) was trying to be helpful, but she turned to me and said, well... Maybe if you like wear a bigger bra and like lose some weight, then boys will like oh you. God, I do remember this story. <laughs> Isn't that, that like the saddest? 
is very and like I don't know who said that and I'm <laughs> sure she didn't mean it. Oh no, no. But that is very it's poor so advice. <laughs> so sad. What's even I'm trying sadder, to be so polite because obviously it's a friend of yours. Yeah. <laughs> What's even more sad is I sat there and was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That With jokes on all of you, because they came. <laughs> they came. <laughs> so, but yeah, I remember like that was such a defining thing to me Oof. was like, boys will not like me until yeah. I look a certain way. Big boobs, skinny yeah. waist. Yeah. And it just was, yeah, it was not that's, a good. That's society. Not also. a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's not even get going on that but yeah it's so all this to say like we all can relate we all have those moments yeah and that's why you need to be careful with your words so careful with the words how you choose to say them yes (laughs) also just that was just such bad advice i'm so i'm still on that that's the worst thing to say to someone when they're down i should post a picture of myself from junior high too like i never went through like an awkward awkward phase Oof, i I definitely was like a little bit round like my face i just was like i was just this cute little just like nugget i have it are you ready? What? For our proof it for this week. Oh my god, I need to write this. We down need to horrible. yeah, with a little more <laughs> a little more um uh description, please. So it's not just words. So what we actually remember. Oh yeah. <laughs> what it is. <laughs> um, <That was> fiction. <laughs> we are both going to post high school pics. Oh my god. And literally the yeah. caption is just gonna say high school sucks. Yeah. And it's gonna be a picture of yeah. you, a picture of me. And junior high. Let's do Get our ready, junior guys. high. Our junior, our photo that we feel like defines us in junior high and then high school because oh, both are my God. different types of rough. Junior high, uh, what is a hairbrush? That's what I, that was my problem. That was one I of my big I can't wait problems. to show you. I was just this little ball. Oh, just like so this round little face that was so happy all the time. <laughs> so unaware. <laughs> I looked, I looked like a boy. I can't wait. Oh, I'm excited. So bad. Uh, yeah. This. This. Look forward to these uh, posts. Actually, if you're listening to this, it's up right now. So oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, go check it out. Where we'll give you hope in life. Or sometimes it's up later in the day. Like there's sometimes where like we sleep or we're like, oh, it's noon. We should <laughs> we post sleep. stuff. But by the end of the day, it'll be up. It'll yeah. be up. Yeah. Um. We are super pumped. Well, this is a leeway, so we love you. Thank you for sending in. Yeah, thanks um, for being vulnerable with us. We are super freaking pumped about February. Yes, we have so many fun, exciting things coming your way. Yes, we do. So, um, you know, if there's, we don't want to give anything away. Mm-mm. We might be having some guests. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have things that, you know, you want to send in short things to ask, like, there was this guy and we were talking and then he ghosted me and I said this and he said this and I always wanted to ask him like why did you say this mm-hmm. things like that like short things if you guys want to send those and you should you totally should um, also good pickup lines yeah, good pickup lines also what? Yeah. dating app things yes just you know again there's it's every week's gonna be something fun yes. um it's a month of love or lack thereof yes valentine's day is coming guys so if you have this includes for tearing it up this includes stories mm-hmm. this includes shorties if you have any valentine's day related situations that were awkward that were embarrassing that were funny that were emotional that you yeah. like sobbed over where you were heartbroken like if you think you have a story please send it in no story is not good enough we want all the juicy we love stories. And uh, yeah, we can't wait to get into this love month with oh my you guys. Gosh, I'm so excited. I <laughs> love that. I would love some Day. funny ones. <laughs> that would be great. Because I, yeah. like, I feel like when I say Valentine's Day related stories, I think of like sad, you know, yeah. heartbroken or like, you know, you got proposed to on Valentine's Day or something like that. But nothing like comical. I would love some comedy. That would be good. Oh, we would, we love the comedy. I'm trying to find I screenshotted screenshot. Screenshot, screenshot. Um, a um dad joke, but I can't find it. Oh no. Okay, ready? Yes. Why don't eggs tell jokes? Oh, you heard um, this one? No, no. I feel like I have, but uh, this is something about crack. Like, something about crack. Mm-hmm. Cocaine. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Uh, wait, that was good. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they'll crack. They'll crack. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually close. 
Because they'd crack each other up. Wow, that's pretty Da-da. good. That's pretty good. I'm proud of myself. I give you, myself you half did get, credit yeah, for that one. No, I'll give you half for that, Because they crack. Crack. Like an egg. <laughs> crack. Cocaine. Cocaine. Uh, anyways, okay. thank you guys so We're much for listening to this so. podcast. Sorry if uh, you were offended by the cocaine yeah, we joke. Don't do, I want to <laughs> clarify something. I want to clarify. We don't do drugs. We sober. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. If you have stories, again, please write them in. Follow us on the social. Share, rate, like, review. Subscribe. Subscribe. All those things. We love you, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.